I do not cooperate with Gestapo. I do not talk to the Nazis. Um, this is kind of scary because I only realized this a couple of days ago and I've only come out to a few people. I'm a guy. Dr. Fauci, give us vaccines. But have you ever noticed that older kids and grown-ups don't touch their private parts in public? Slaves did not get to eat the same things as their masters. They get the scraps that no one wanted. I have never seen a president covering the last four of them who is so protected by his aides in terms of uh, often not wanting him to answer some questions. This old-time radio program was originally aired live, long before the advent of high fidelity. As a result, you may detect an occasional surface noise or volume drop due to transmission problems so common to old radio. We hope, however, that any variance in audio quality will not take away from your pleasure in listening to this, one of the all-time favorite shows. A quick programming note. Monday, this coming Monday, it looks like uh, Carrie Lake is going to be on the show. Uh, she's currently running for governor here in Arizona, and uh, she should be on Monday night, most likely Monday. Uh, we're still working out the details, but stay tuned for that. Uh, let me ask you guys this question. Is President Biden running the country? And I'm serious about that. This is a serious question. Is he even capable of running the country. And I'm not asking for a friend. I'm asking for all Americans. He gets lost in open eating areas. We saw the video of that. Uh, he couldn't uh, seem to get his way off the patio. So Dr. Jill had to come over and help him find his way. He gets lost in conversations. I believe he would get lost in an elevator. And this isn't funny anymore. I'm not even feeling sorry for him anymore. It's not funny when the leader of the, one of the most dangerous countries in the world openly makes fun of him, and that's exactly what Putin did this week. Even CNN is getting nervous about Biden's inability to take questions from the press. But we have seen uh, President Biden do that. Frequently. What we've not seen him do is answer questions uh, like that without his aides screaming at him to stop. I have never seen a president covering the last four of them who is so protected by his aides in terms of uh, often not wanting him to answer some questions. 
So uh, who exactly is running America right now? I mean, we can all take a guess. Maybe it's Barack Hussein Obama. There's a good chance that that's true. Maybe it's Zuckerberg, Dorsey, or Wuchitsky. Who really knows? What we do know is this. It's not Biden, and it's definitely not Harris. And that's not funny, because whoever it is running this country wasn't elected. And that should scare the hell out of every American. Anyway, that being said, welcome to another episode of Backyard Politics. I'm your never boastful, always humble host, John Smith. If you haven't already, please subscribe to my channel, like this video, share this video, and uh, as always, make sure you click the reminder bell. If you want to support the show financially, our cash app is Backyard Politics. We can be found on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, at Backyard Pod AZ. That's my Twitter handle. Uh, we are simulcast on goodtalkradio.com. Our audio podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and just about anywhere podcasts can be found. And of course, you can listen to every episode on saywhatyouwillradio.com. That's saywhatyouwillradio.com. And that's where you're going to find our amazing merchandise and our sponsors as well. Now, you're also going to find the TCB show on uh, say what you will radio.com. And we have some things that I'm trying to iron out with that. Uh, we may have some big things coming on say what you will radio.com. But before we get uh, started tonight, I do want to give a shout out to Dave, the trucker. Thank you for keeping the American economy going, sir. And keep safe. My friend, if you want to be a caller, the number is 602-475-2000. And speaking of the TCB show, let me bring him on bear. What's going on, buddy? What's up, man? I'm actually wearing the throwback shirt. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And I noticed you're a Pirates fan. I know. I know. I, I'm just I kidding. I love them. I love them. <laughs> uh, let me jump in the comments real quick. Uh, even you're in there commenting. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, Mickey says you had a good live uh, earlier, TCB. That's pretty nice. Yeah, he was a... Uh... You know, I didn't know what to expect from uh, from Joel, but dude, he was actually a really good interview. Uh, we agreed on a lot of things and uh, just a smart man. I really enjoyed him. Exactly. Yeah, he was a, he was a great show. I loved uh, watching that show. I was very in tune with that show because it's so much, you know, it's things that he can say and you can say, but I can't say. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? And there's things that he said that I couldn't say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny how that works, isn't it? Uh, yeah. You said uh, Jill may or may not be running the country. Yeah. Who knows? Who absolutely knows? He would get lost trying to find his way out of a wet paper bag. He says. <laughs> <laughs> is that the truth? Uh, angry conservative. He says uh, that they are going to be mad if he answered questions. Yeah, dude, that's the weirdest thing, man. He always says, well, I've got my list of people I can call on. And then, uh, oh, they're going to get mad at me if I if I answer questions during a press conference. They need Who's running the country? They need to update his version to 2.0 because he's really, really bad. Dude, <laughs> it's embarrassing. Uh, Reelan Raymond uh, says, a man that routinely gets injured by his dog. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, like he got, he like broke his ankle or something getting out of the shower and his dog tripped him. I don't know. Something like that. Do you remember when W choked on a pretzel? <laughs> <laughs> I remember when he had a shoe thrown at him. I remember that. That's what it reminds me of, you know, because W always had that look like he didn't really know what was going on. 
Right. But you knew he could handle his business. Well, Biden looks like if he was to choke on that pretzel, CPR would fail him. I'm telling you. And when he throws those stupid glasses on, those aviator glasses, it's like a weekend a weekend of Bernie's, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, he looks like a corpse. He does. So bad. So uh, bad. Well, uh, Jennifer Myers is in the room. She is the purveyor of uh, the, uh, you know, COVID hit the crack attack. My brain, I got an echo. Do you have an echo? Uh, no, not really. All right. I feel like I have an echo. That crack attack, though, man, I'm telling you, it's the truth. It is. It's like, it's like crack. crack. <laughs> I use it all the time. Yes. I don't know, oh, dude. I have I an have echo. An Bad. Echo. Let me check my settings real quick. That's why I lifted up my air to make sure that you weren't coming out of the computer and you're not. So it's not mm -hmm. me. Uh, Jennifer says, does Bear need more crack attack? Bear uh, the angry says, I do have an echo. Huh. I could definitely always use more crack attack. <laughs> I'll order some when I have when I have time. I dude, I've just been so busy. You know, I've been working on the new bear cave, and uh and it seems like the less I upload, the more subscribers I get. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Do you, Do you have, have? Let me see something. I remove this. All right, I removed that video. No, I still got the echo. Do you have mix minus on your system? No, I'm I'm running straight into the PC. That's why. Oh gotcha. Um, hold on, let me try this. And then the speaker over here. Okay. Do do I have an echo now? No. Oh, good. Mine's gone too. Hmm. That's weird. Cause uh, that shouldn't have affected you though. Cause. All right. Well, whatever. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It was coming. It was feeding back through the system. Okay. Well, that's good. Uh. Yeah. The tides Joker says stadium echo. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Hey, anyway, um, on to the topics of the show tonight. Uh, and again, if you want to be a caller, the number 602-475-2000, if you want to weigh in on tonight's topics, I want to talk about, and I think you've talked about this before, and I know I have, but I want to get into the details about Ashley Babbitt because it's a crisis. And, and uh, make no mistake, this is a crisis, bro. It's bad. Oh, it's, it's, it's sad when you serve your country faithfully and honorably for so many years and you could make a small mistake get killed and be labeled a traitor that's not how this is supposed to work not at all and there's an article from CNBC you know i don't like to always go to the conservative articles i like to pull some of the the you know left wing articles up sometimes uh, but this is from CNBC. It says the family of Capitol rioter Ashley Babbitt. See how they they rioter? Yeah, right off the bat, she's a rioter. 
it wasn't a mostly peaceful protest. It's a rioter. Uh, Ashley Babbitt is suing to force Washington, D.C. to hand over records revealing the identity of the police officer who fatally shot her during the January 6th invasion. The family is also demanding access to video footage of the shooting, witness statements and documents gathered during the Metropolitan Police Department's investigation of the incident, according to the lawsuit. The litigation is separate from a forthcoming lawsuit in which Babbitt's family plans to demand, quote, well above $10 million from the U.S. Capitol Police, a lawyer for the family told CNBC. The civil suit filed last week in Superior Court of District of Columbia comes more than a month after the Department of Justice announced it would not pursue criminal charges against the Capitol Police uh, officer who fatally shot Babbitt. Now, days after the mid-April decision were unveiled, Babbitt's husband, Aaron Babbitt, filed a request for records from MPD under the Freedom of Information Act, according to the lawsuit. But the police department has, quote, failed to comply. Isn't that interesting? With the FOIA request, the lawsuit says by missing a May 12th deadline to either provide the materials to Ashley or Aaron Babbitt or notify him that it would not be given access to them. So they're just ignoring him completely. How are they getting away with this, Bear? They're getting away with it simply because they can. How are you? How are you going to? I mean, they they could basically do whatever they want, and who's going to call them on it? Yeah, they have no authority or anyone to really answer to, right? Except the American people, but the American people don't seem to be stirred up about this. And that's the sad thing is, that's why I always go back to what Thomas Jefferson wrote in the Declaration of Independence. When he wrote the Declaration of Independence, he wrote it perfect. And it's up to the people, when there's such an injustice in the government, it's up to the people to overthrow such government. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, right now the people should be winding up and throwing that fastball because it's getting to the point where government is doing whatever they want. And that's why conservatives are for less government and more state-run choices. It was never right. supposed to be this way. It was supposed to be independent states governing themselves and then having to answer a little bit to the federal government. Now that federal government is basically hugging the United States and saying, mine, mine, mine. Yeah, really. I mean, the federal government was really supposed to tell the states what they could not do. In other words, what freedoms they could not take away. So the federal government said, you have the right to free uh, speech. The state cannot take that away from you. You have the right to bear arms. The states cannot take that away from you. So that was really the more of the role of the government was to tell the states what they could not do and yeah. what your freedoms were. It wasn't, uh, you know, the federal constitution or the U.S. Constitution wasn't really a list of. Uh, it was a list of liberties is what it was. God given liberties. God-given liberties, and this is what you can do, and this is what the states can't stop you, you know, stop you from doing. And unfortunately, uh, the federal government has gotten completely out of control and uh, has overstepped its bounds in every aspect of our life. Everything we do, Bear, we're monitored or regulated by the federal government, man. Did you see my my uh, my community tab the other day when I wrote Edward Snowden did nothing wrong? <laughs> right. he didn't he didn't do nothing didn't. wrong and dude this is the stuff that that we need to know and the government is so good about hiding what they do that what are we how are we supposed to overcome that when you know you have all this stuff like you have top secret you got uber top secret you got ultra top secret and i'm being facetious here 
But everything else, dude, they could do whatever they want and hide it from the American people. We're supposed to have the rights to see what we what's going on in federal government. Why are That's they right. so closed-minded? Why are they what are they hiding? Exactly. Uh, the article goes on to say a spokesman for the MPD declined CNBC's request for a statement. So they won't even they won't answer to the lawsuit, the request, and they won't respond to the media. Oh, we got a caller. Hold on one second. Is it Bobby? Uh, no, it's going to be. Uh, go ahead. You're on uh, Backyard Politics. Is this Jennifer? This is John. How you doing, John? Hi there. How you doing? I'm doing well. And yourself? Good, 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 good. Uh, sorry to interrupt your show, but you do invite callers. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I, need to, I need to go back to... Um, some points you make about Ashley Babbitt. And uh, you know, you know me, my husband's a Marine vet, my family, my son's in the Navy. Mm-hmm. It, there are some, there are some issues I have and arguments I have with the Ashley Babbitt situation. In by no means at all, did she deserve to be killed? Let's make that clear. We're going to get into the actual video, Jen, but yeah, I agree. She did not deserve to be Shot Absolutely and murdered. Not. Right. And maybe I'm speaking, you know, ahead of ahead of your show. And if that's so, then I'll hang up now. But um, I, I still have to make an argument that even as a veteran, let's, let's look at the complexity of it. Whether right or wrong. Look, there are some people that storms our capital. Mm-hmm. They should have. They were on private property. They shouldn't have been there. Yes, they were. Okay, still doesn't deserve that she was killed. I believe it's public property. Though, she right? was. She was even on the video going climbing through a broken window of a door that is, I'm sorry, shut off. To well, the public. We're going to, yeah. And, and Jen, you are getting yeah. a little bit ahead of everything because we are yeah. going to go through the video and I'm going to okay. be able to stop it and pause it. And I want to go through because I want to go through the allegations that have been made as far as her behavior. And, yeah. uh, is it, is it accurate of what, of what happened? I don't believe it right. is. I don't believe it is. Uh, but we're going to get into that in just a bit. So if you're, uh, if you kick back and, and, uh, uh, your patient- I will. I yeah. will pause. I I apologize. I thought that we were talking about that. I'm I, I was anxious. Oh but, yeah, no worries. So, <laughs> I'm just happy to be on and um, to be with you guys. I know I missed your shows lately, and happy to be with everyone. And why are they? What are they hiding? Oops, sorry. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the article. All right. The oh, we can hear the show in the background. <laughs> All right, she hung up. All right. Well, thanks for calling in, Jen. But they, uh, so here we go. So a spokesman for the uh, the police declined CNBC's request for a statement. So uh, not answering, not replying to the uh, the lawsuit, also not replying to the media. Uh, they said that the department does not comment on pending litigation. Okay. Uh, Babbitt family lawyer Terrell Roberts or Terrell Roberts said in an email Tuesday that the purpose of the FOIA suit is to uncover the findings of the probe and the shooter's identity. 
Roberts also said that the yet-to-be-filed lawsuit, which will demand millions in recovery from losses, does not hinge on the current FOIA action against D.C. Police Department. The forthcoming legal action uh, will allege that USCP violated Babbitt's constitutional right against the use of excessive force and possibly failure to train, discipline, and supervise uh, the officer who killed Babbitt. The lawsuit will seek an amount well above $10 million in recovery from losses, he said. So, yeah. So there's a lot more to that article, but I think that's really the gist of it. Um, There's no answers. And the federal government is not willing to allow this officer's identity to be revealed. And the media is doing nothing to try to get to the bottom of this. They're just as complacent, right? That's because if you look at anything that come out that came out about Ashley Babbitt, it always everything says from NPR to everything that the person that killed Ashley Babbitt was cleared. That, and then, then they were like, OK, well, that's it. I've been trying to find for a long time to see if Ashley Babbitt even got military honors at her burial. I haven't found that out yet. And I've been trying to research that mm. because as far as I'm concerned or as far as what I've seen is that Ashley Babbitt is was considered a uh, what she did was treasonous. If you if you've ever seen that come out, and yeah, um, I don't think that's the right word. Whether or not she was breaking the law, or whether or not she did what she did, dude, she still still should have got her military uh, her military honors because what she did had nothing to do with her military service. No, exactly right. And then all everything that happened that day, uh, as far as I mean, there's been videos of people in black ninja suits that have broken originally, you know, and started opening doors and letting people in. We've seen those videos. I don't know how um, authentic they are if they're if they're legit or not. I don't know. Uh, we know that the police were opening the barricades and letting them in. We know that police were involved inside in breaking things. This just came out. It was on the Tucker show last night. Um, it was revolver.com, the news source that broke that story. Uh, we know that the FBI was on ground. We know that there were FBI agents that were participating along with the crowds. The whole thing stinks to high heaven. We don't know any of the facts, but we're as these facts roll out, it seems very suspicious. We know that Trump actually told Pelosi to make sure that there were National Guard there on hand. She declined. We know that there were two pipe bombs that were put outside both the Republican and Democratic National Committees the day before. And we still don't know who did that. And nobody even talks about that anymore. They knew what was going on, man. And I know people that were there and... They've said itself, they, it, it stunk to high heaven, even like right after President Trump had spoke at, you know, into the crowd that was in Washington, D.C. People were already making their pathway, making their way up to the Capitol. People, the, the barricades were already moved at that point and people were already into where they have hold the inauguration. That's what is the truth. They, they put a little fight up against the people and they sprayed t- tear gas. They spread other things that people that were there know for a fact. They were tear gassing their own people and mm-hmm. on public property. The Capitol is the people's house. 
and I'm sorry, if you're going to label the house the people's house, then God damn it, then the people should have the right to be at the people's house. Right. No, I agree. It's it's by no means private property. It's it's public property. And I understand that our lawmakers and everybody work there. But uh, hey, it's public property. It's paid for by federal tax dollars. And so are the people that work in there. They're paid by federal tax dollars. We know that there was a lie about that police officer that was killed by a fire uh, uh, extinguisher. Right. We know that that uh, that cop actually died from natural causes. So that was a lie. There are so many things that don't add up. And we know know that the people that were there, they're still sitting in uh, solitary confinement, rotten away in jail. And they've been really given no rights. No. You know, this you know what this reminds me of. 1865, when. Abraham Lincoln was assassinated and they rounded up Mary Surratt and those other people. They didn't get a fair trial. They were held to a military tribunal and they didn't get a fair trial by their peers. That's what this stinks of. And yeah. here as the, as the people that they arrested and the, the proud boys that they arrested and all these other people, and they're still looking for more and they're still right. accusing proud boys of, of um, setting this all up. This had nothing to do with proud boys because proud boys were told to not wear their colors. Proud boys were told that if you go there, you're going as civilians and not a representation of the organization. More than one time was that spread out on, on news, Facebook or any other pers- place that you could get proud boy news or updates. So anybody that was there, they were not there as proud boys. They were there as protesters under as I guess civilian uh, civilians on their own and that is out there. And I don't know why they sit there and want to keep putting that organization in the front and center when we know damn well Antifa was let in. Yeah, we know that there's video out there that just came out about a week ago of multiple Antifa folks. There was probably about, I don't know, 10 to 12 of these guys and you can see them come in and then they start breaking windows from the inside. Yeah. To let people into the Capitol. We So again, I can't verify those videos. I don't know. And unfortunately, there's no really media outlet that you can trust anymore. You don't know where this stuff comes from. You know, someone could have filmed that at a mall somewhere, you know, and made it up. You know, we don't know, but it looks legit. Let me tell you this. The people, the video that I saw there and the people that I know were there were at the front of the steps or that leading into the Capitol from what I saw and what video I saw of that place. And that's what I mean by I saw the video that I saw from other people's, other people's cameras, dude, they were kicking the, the, uh, the Capitol police were kicking people's asses that were trying to get in. I mean, they were beating, they were beating people to a pulp. And so to, to even hear that people got in, was astonishing to me because the video that I saw and the video were, um, you know, other things, other footage that I saw from what happened at the Capitol at the front of the Capitol, dude, they were beating the brakes off people and they were not taking any mercy. And that's when the Capitol Capitol stairs. Right, right, right. In fact, uh, Tyke Magdich, who joins me on Monday nights, he was there. He was on the Capitol grounds. He was at President Trump's speech, and uh, he made the the way over to the Capitol. Uh, and he told me that there is no way that there people had enough time 
after the speech was over to make it all the way around to the east side of the Capitol to then break in. They were he was hearing uh, rumors that people had broken into the Capitol before he was even to the Capitol. And they were already inside. It doesn't make any sense. The timeline doesn't add up. And a lot of people believe that there were buses that came in on the east side of the Capitol after the president was done speaking. They were dropped off and they went through the scaffolding and they started breaking into windows. And they weren't even attending the president's speech. They were they were just there to cause trouble and get people riled up. Yeah, and I'm not going to say where I got that footage or where I saw that footage from, just so y'all know. It's just, <laughs> no, I, I saw it. I saw that footage. Well, listen, I want to I want to get to the the killing of uh, Ashley Babbitt. And uh, listen, this is a pretty uh, tough video to watch. OK, so if you got kids in the room, just take them out of the room. Uh, don't let them watch this because it's pretty rough. I'm going to play the video in full and then I'm going to go ahead and uh, kind of break it down and pause and we'll chat about it. All right. OK. <laughs> Can I, can, I, can I ask you a real quick question about that video? Because every time I see it, it pisses me off. Yeah. Why is it not a single one of those police officers performing CPR on her while she's laying there dying? Dude, I'm telling you, it's just like the, the video of the 13 and 15 year old kids who hijacked that guy's car, that Uber driver's car and killed them. And the body was laying in the middle of the sidewalk and nobody even walked over to the body. And there were there were, uh, you know, uh, the National Guard members all over it. And they were more concerned about getting that young girl's cell phone for her because she was crying that her cell phone was still in the car that she just tried to steal and ended up killing that guy. Not a single person walked over to that body just like this. Not a single person was trying to help Ashley Babbitt. And then another thing that I noticed, he had that gun pointed for about 30 seconds of that video. You could see the gun pointed at her. He yes. aimed at her. He targeted her. And I'm sorry to say, but if he's sitting there having the gun pointed at her for about 30 to 45 seconds, and I might be off. I mean, I might be over-exaggerating the time. But he saw that riot squad coming up those stairs when he shot her. You cannot tell me he did not see that riot squad coming. You're supposed exactly. to be aware of your surroundings as an officer. You're supposed to be aware of anything. You're supposed to have your due diligence done. And that dude saw them and he still made that decision to pull that trigger. That's murder. It is murder. Let, let's kind of break the video down. I'm going to be able to watch and, and pause it here. Let's let's look at you. Can he's see. already pointing and he's kind of ducked behind this doorway. Right. And he's got his gun sticking out. Now, notice 
all the barricades on the other side of this glass that's been broken. There are tables and chairs and stuff blocking entrance. Okay. There is, there are people in this hallway, this, uh, blue hallway with the the stars going down the center of the hallway i want to play it for a second keep your eye on that door all the way in the back you can see there are people walking in this hallway they are not afraid for their life this guy that's holding the gun his life is not in danger bear oh i know watch watch there's, there's a guy now right there yeah, he's walking right there. Nonchalantly too. Yeah, he's walking right there, completely nonchalant. And then behind him in that little doorway, you'll see another a person there. And this this guy, the shooter, is literally just he's like you said, he's fixed fixed in and ready to ready to kill Ashley Babbitt. This whole area where Ashley Babbitt is is filled with people. Filled with people. He targeted her. He targeted her. He shot her right in the throat. And here's here's the here's here's the thing, Jennifer. If there was no riot police coming up from behind, I would agree with you. He made a bad decision and he should be whatever. But sit go ahead, roll it. Yeah, there's in fact, after Ashley is shot and goes down, there is literally a police officer next to her. That's I think was going up there to usher her back because it's loud in there. It's, it's a, obviously, a, you know, a ruckus going on in there, but you'll see, you'll see, I'll, I'll pause it. Watch this. Can I, can I say something? Real quick? Yeah, go ahead. How do you know that none of us were there? Maybe some of us just ain't saying that we were there. Who's Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's continue. Now he shoots her and you can see all of these people, right? There's no evidence that she was climbing through. She is up on this ledge, but there's no evidence that she was climbing through a hole in any window. Nope. None whatsoever. Otherwise, if she was climbing through a hole, how did she immediately fall backwards? If she was actually climbing through a hole. Oh, why didn't her feet get stuck in between the window that she was supposedly crawling through? Because I know yeah. I've, I, I've fallen out of a window before, and my feet, the few times I fell because I'm clumsy AF, my feet have gotten stuck, and I went, plump, you know what I mean? I got hanged by my feet. Right. She's yeah, exactly. Not, we don't know what she's doing. Nobody knows what's in her mind at that point, and nobody's a mind reader to say what she was doing. She no, could have just been up there yelling. She could be yelling through like a, a window or a hole in the window or a vent or a vent. We, we have no idea she could be, but it doesn't appear to me that she's physically climbing through any window. Nope. Let's continue. Oh! Boom. Stop. Oh. Go, go back this frame. Yep. I'm going to go back. Cause that's where the cop is. Look at there's, there's one, two cops, two cops. Right next to her. Three, actually, because there's the, the three on the in the block are cops. Yeah, exactly. They she fell to her death in between two cops. 
Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no reason that the person that pulled that trigger, because he wasn't, he wasn't seeing the whole situation. He was hiding behind a doorway and he jumped, he leaped out, pulled the trigger, shot her and then turned back. Oh no. He aimed for 30 seconds. If you rewind that back, he aimed for, he was like this for at least 10 seconds. He was aiming. He knew what he was doing. He saw those three officers. You cannot tell me that he did not see those three officers. I'm telling you, there's no way because that's all glass. Now there's stuff piled up there. So it could have obstructed his view to a point. And I believe that's why he had to jump out of the doorway to make the shot. He didn't make the shot from inside the doorway. He leaped out and then shot her. So she's down. She's down. Now you can see how many cops are in this hallway. That's a whole riot team coming up the bot. And they were there were they were already at the top of the steps as we as we showed in the previous frame. And she's down. They're not nobody giving CPR. No, no, nobody given CPR. They're just kind of standing there looking at her. Now watch the cops behind her as the as the video uh, rolls back towards the wall here. Okay, notice this cop. Okay, he's got his he's got his uh, tactical rifle there. And he is now looking through the window. And I believe he is looking at the cop who killed Ashley Babbitt. Like, what watching. the hell are you doing? He gives him the thumbs up. Now, it's a thumbs up, I think, meaning that it's clear. I don't know. I You tell me, because I'm not a cop. You're, I, I know you're, you were you a military cop, right? Yep. So why would this guy look through the glass and give a thumbs up to the person that just killed Ashley Babbitt. Watch. He's ready to get it there. I think that's the all clear. That's the all clear. Yeah. It's the all clear. That's why he goes, he, no, you know what he's doing right there? He's saying you, are you okay? If you look at it, he points and then he goes, are you okay? Oh, okay. So he's asking him if the if the other cop is is yeah okay. It's okay. All right. Watch. Go back a little bit, and you you'll see. He points at him, and he's like, "Are you okay?" You know that, that's what that means. Okay. So he raises after the weapon. He's pointing Point, right now. Yeah, he, he pointed. pointed right right yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. Are you are you okay? Okay, gotcha. And then he gives the uh, like, "We're okay too." Yeah. All right. Yeah, he's not saying good job on shooting her. He's saying you, oh, are yeah. you okay. Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, you you good, we're good. Um nobody's really tending to maybe this gentleman here with the black mask on, he's tending to Ashley Babbitt. Uh the rest of the officers, I think they're more concerned about getting this area cleaned out of here. And I'm not saying that any of the officers in this hallway did anything wrong. No. This I, is I don't th- I don't think they knew that the shooter was going to was prepared to kill her. I don't think that I don't I honestly think 
that the guy behind the glass was scared being a dumbass, not mm-hmm. knowing trigger control, not knowing to assess the situation. Because if you actually assess the situation, you would have seen all this coming up at the, at the rear. And I yeah. guarantee you, if she, okay, let, let's say hypothetically that we know for sure she was coming through the thing. These cops would have grabbed her. There is so many. Look at all that. That dude, that's riot control right there. They right. would have grabbed her and arrested her. There was no need to shoot her. No need. And that's my whole argument. My whole argument is, is that room was filled with people. And the gentleman that the, the cop that killed her, I don't believe his life was under any immediate danger. And as I mentioned, there were people that were strolling through the hallway that didn't seem to be very concerned. They weren't like running for their lives. Nope. Nope. And we should be finding out because this gentleman here that's given a thumbs up, he knows who the other officer is. These people, the, if the press would do their damn job, they could get to the bottom of this and find out who it is that did this. That cop that shot should have situational awareness. Mm-hmm. He had none, none whatsoever. And I'm a back the blue guy. I am. I, I I support the police, and uh, but I'm I'm a back the the blue. You know when they're doing their job. Yeah, like like, like I did a video a couple of days ago about the cop who kicked a boy in the face, a 17 year old in the face. I call out the bullshit cops. Mm-hmm. And this cop that shot Ashley Babbitt is is a coward because they were not armed and you're supposed to use them. You're trained to use the minimal amount of force necessary to do something, to, to handle a situation. The minimal amount, not the maximum, the minimum. And do you know what? Breaking a window on public grounds is not the given the death penalty. No, now and she going, she wasn't armed. There was no way, you know, she wasn't armed. And I know a lot of Second Amendment people are going to be like, "Well, you know, if this is breaking into your house, that's different. That's pro- pub, uh, private property. This right. is public property. Our taxpayers pay for this. Our founding fathers told us that if a situation is bad, it's up to the people to overthrow such government." Right. You know, and like they showed that dude dressed up in the Buffalo head and all that type of crap, you know, and uh, he's from Arizona, by the way, he's a real idiot. But anyway, that, that point aside, he was sitting, I believe he was in the Senate chambers and he was sitting at the desk there uh, where the, the president of the Senate would sit. And uh, the, the police officers were taking pictures of him with his phone. He handed his phone to these officers and they were taking pictures of him while he was sitting up there. And then he walked down and took his camera back and thanked them. Like there were a lot of things that were happening during this whole situation that, uh, I truly need. I, I think it, the, I think the whole thing needs to be investigated by. But when uh, I like heard a, it, this was a setup. Yeah. This was a clean clear and anybody that went there was set up to be to look like an insurrection because you know damn well if they didn't want the people getting into the capital 
there is a way to prevent the people from going to the Capitol. They could have the National Guard there. They could have had the the, uh, the police officers, the Capitol Police already on the – this was a setup. And unfortunately, the only person who lost their lives in this was an actual patriot, uh, a veteran of the Iraqi War, a veteran of uh, Operation Enduring Freedom. It's a veteran that lost their lives in this. The other people died of natural causes. This woman is the only person. When they sit there and they say that this was a deadly insurrection, they're talking about Ashley Babbitt. Yeah, she's the only one that died. You know, uh, we we even know people like AOC, you know, who's come out and said that she needed to get uh, counseling and everything else because she's got post-traumatic stress because of this. And, uh, you know, then the facts come out that she wasn't even in the building. You know, so... Anybody and everybody on the left is willing to lie about this situation. Yeah. Everybody. Nobody there was afraid for their lives, man. They can't even say they do. There's so many bunkers and tunnels and stuff like that at the Capitol. If they were really afraid, dude, they would have left and they wouldn't have came back to have their little, their little powwow and vote in, uh, certify those votes. If they were really afraid for their lives, they wouldn't have. They wanted to look like they were afraid for their lives, and that's why they went back in. Like, we're so brave. We're so brave. We went back and we cast our votes. We're not going to let this insurrect. It I was know. no insurrection. It was not an insurrection. No, it was not an insurrection whatsoever. And even that word, even that word was was planned. You know, oh, Nana. Yeah. Nana says something pretty interesting here. She said, I find it very interesting that the angry Viking two days prior to the, uh, said it was a setup. How did he know he canceled his trip there because he got word. It was a setup. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then, the, and here's the funny thing. The guy with, from Arizona with the, with the Buffalo hat or whatever. Yeah. They said that was Dylan, the angry Viking. Oh, you're kidding. No, I'm dead serious. They went on and they were saying that Dylan from the Angry Viking was at that. He literally had to send an email to the publisher and say, dude, if you don't take me track that, I'm suing you. Really? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, interesting stuff. They can't even get their uh. facts straight on this. No, I mean AOC said that she was bunkered down, hiding under desks, and all this type of stuff. Yeah, and she and wasn't the even in the across the street. <laughs> yeah, come on. I mean, that's what I mean. They, they will. They're they're all in on it. They if have you, to be. If you're so afraid, let me let me tell you this, AOC. If you're so afraid for your life, then why were you giving Lauren Boebert, Republican from Colorado, such a hard time for her to have her nine millimeter going into the Capitol the next day after? Good question. Remember, you, you got to remember, dude, they kept Lauren Boebert out at the metal detector because she would not give up her weapon. She did it as a she's a Republican. She did it as a to prove a point. Right. But if you were so afraid, why couldn't she be afraid and have her nine millimeter to protect herself? AOC. <laughs> yeah, it, none of it. None of it adds up. But I, I, I don't know. I just think it's a travesty. I think. um the scary thing about this, and this is why I think this is a crisis bear, is because this is a government that is completely out of control. This is a government that can actively kill someone, murder someone, and not only get away with it, but remain completely anonymous. And the shills in the press don't even try to find out. 
they act as if it's nobody's business. You know, they're always about, uh, you know, uncovering all this type of stuff. Now, if it was the other way around, if Ashley Babbitt was, you know, someone from Antifa or Black Lives Matter, and she was laying dead on the ground, it would be a different story. Oh, if this would have been a uh, a person of a person of color, let me get the right words out. A person of color, and they were darker than me, dude. Th- this this would have been a shit show. It would have been another uh, evil cop handling his business. Yeah. And everybody, every uh, media outlet, I mean, not only would this guy's name be out there, but his address would be out there. He'd be doxxed. There would be people throwing Molotov cocktails at his front door. He would have been forced to move. He'd be in hiding. It would not be the current situation. Oh, dude, they would have been at his house. They would have been knocking. That, that, that's how this rolls, man. That's how, that's how these people roll. But if it would have been, but since it was an American patriot, an actual service member who loses their life, that just happens to be a different melanin. But <laughs> then you know it's all good. Let's 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 let her let her let's let not even give her CPR. Let's let her die. Let's film this and watch a patriot die, a veteran of the armed or forces. Or maybe it's me. Die. And she's a woman too, just so y'all know. Remember, believe all women, me too. Hashtag. This is a woman laying dead, dying, and they're they're more important. We'll checking to see if the cop that killed her is okay. Unbelievable, unbelievable. So anyway, I, me off. I yeah, it pisses me off too, and uh, I don't understand how. Is the uh, is the investigation? I guess is the uh, you know what came of the investigation? Is that public record? Is that something that you're able to read through? You can't go. Are the facts? It. You can't go through it. But all it says is that the person that killed Ashley Babbitt was given a good a good pat on the back and did nothing wrong. You get more information from George Floyd's death than you do an actual patriot, a service member, a veteran of our armed forces. You get. You get more from a crackhead than you do a service member. Right. Sorry, man. I'm just, it, this story pisses me off to the point where. No, it, it a, does. It does to me too. And it, it breaks my heart that this family, uh, you know, not only did this happen to this woman who was a patriot, who fought for the country, who defended, you know, uh, capitalism and freedom around the world. And uh, not only is she dead, but her family can't get any information. They sue for information and the Capitol police ignore the lawsuit. And they ignore, even if there's anybody in the media, that's even really legitimately trying to figure this stuff out. uh, The police are just completely ignoring them. So that's my concern. My concern is that this type of stuff, if this goes on, if this goes ignored, then Who's it going to happen to next? It could be anybody. anybody. I mean, look what they're doing to the people that they arrested. They're leaving them in jail. Do whatever happened to speedy trial. We have our fourth and fifth amendments and they're violating them by keeping these people. No bail. Like you're going to tell me every one of those, every one of those, those people that are locked up in jail in solitary confinement, that they're a flight threat. I doubt it. I doubt it. 
Then you have your then you have kids turning in their parents for being there. You have all this bullshit going on that's over there, and nobody wants to say anything. Nobody, everybody all. wants to hide it all. And you're talking about a woman who who served in Iraq in Afghanistan in 2005, Iraq in 2006. That's back to back deployments. She's no longer alive. She's earned the Iraq the Iraqi Campaign Medal, the Global War on Ter Terrorism Expeditionary Medal awards that I have. This woman has earned them, and she didn't even get the honor of a military burial because they want to sit there and they want to call her a traitor. That's the slap in the face to pay to every service member like me or anybody, any other service member that happened to be there. The only difference is, is she lost her life at the Capitol building doing what she felt was right that our founding fathers would have applauded her for. Yeah, and that's that's the truth, man. That's the truth. And I, I know, listen, we don't want a violent overthrow of the country. We don't want that. But is it heading there? I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's that's my concern. My concern is that they are going to continue to push and push and push the conservatives into a corner where they're, we're eventually going to have to fight back. Check and this out. We don't want that to happen, do we? I mean, that's that's not what we want. We want, we want, thing. You know, we we just we just want to be left alone. We want our votes to count. We want fair and free elections. And you know, at the end of the day, who wins wins. But uh, the Arizona audit, there's going to be big information about this last election. Well, you heard, and that's what, what the people were pissed about. Well, you heard what Dan Danielle Neuschwinger said, right? There's a lot well, yeah, of I mean, I watched, coming out yeah. in July. Yeah. And check this yeah, out. This, go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, look how the left in uh, Arizona and across the country trying to force this thing to stop because they don't want this information coming out. Even the Justice Department is trying to flex their muscles. And uh, thank God we got people like uh, Wendy. Uh, uh, she's a senator. Wendy, her last name escapes me right now. But she said, "You lay your finger on one ballot here in Arizona, and you're gonna, we're gonna put you in prison." So it's up to you. I mean, she said that to the Attorney General of the United States. It's a state problem. It is a state problem. States' problems, man. You federal government is not supposed to put their stinky little gross fingers in state issues. And I'm sorry, an election, whether it's federal or state, is a state. Those ballots are state property and state problems. The federal government has no right sticking their little fingers in state problems. And this is why Texas is probably going to be the first state to. <laughs> that in Florida, maybe. No, this is what I'm going to say. Check this. Check out this lying statement from the Capitol Police Chief uh, Stephen Sund. Sund said that thousands of individuals involved in the violent riotous actions stormed the United States Capitol building and attacked law enforcement with metal pipes, discharged chemical irritants, and took up other weapons. As protesters were forcing their way up to the House chamber where members of Congress were sheltering in place, a sworn USCP employee discharged a super uh, uh, service weapon, striking an adult female. Here's where I'm going with this. Mm -hmm. And you've seen the video. Medical assistance was rendered immediately, and the female was transported to the hospital where she later succumbed to injuries. 
Which wrong. one of those statements is, is lying? Yeah, we we sat and watched that. There's other videos of that 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 go, you know, that focus right on her. There were other people there that were filming it. And there was no CPR. I didn't see a single person administer CPR whatsoever. And I'm calling out even the people that were there. The other the other rioters, the other insurrectionists, why didn't they render aid either? It's not just on the hands of the, the police officers. Unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. Anybody that was there. Uh, survival. I'm glad you brought that up. Actually. It's funny that you said that because that's actually the next headline that I have, uh, bear. Are you ready to change topics? Let's do, or do it. I got your, yeah, you gotta just, I, I got it. Right. Ooh, yeah. A little serenity now, right? <laughs> serenity <laughs> now. <Seinfeld. laughs> that's right. Uh, DeSantis is making a move to the, for the white house in, uh, 2024. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it because he's brilliant. Governor DeSantis sending Florida law enforcement to assist Arizona and Texas at the border. Last week, Texas Governor Greg Abbott and Arizona Governor Doug Ducey sent a joint letter to their fellow governors calling for manpower to assist in arresting migrants illegally crossing into the United States under the Emergency Management Assistance Compact, which allows them to, quote, call in reinforcements from other states during crisis. <laughs> Ducey was declared an emergency in Arizona over the border surge, while Abbott uh, has declared a disaster and vowed to begin building Texas's own border wall. That, we got to do the same thing here in Arizona. And if we do, I'd like to run it up the state line between Arizona and uh, California. If we're going to build the wall, you might as well keep it going. <laughs> Uh, both governors have deployed National Guard troops to the southern borders and both have pleaded for the Biden administration to take action. Well, of course, uh, that's not going to happen. Kamala says there's no problem at the border. Guatemala Kamala. I heard I saw that on Twitter today. What a name. It's a good name. <laughs> it's a good name. I think she's it was like, Andy Biggs that called like, her that. Don't come here. Don't come. Weren't, bitch, weren't you telling them all to come here during the campaign? Of course. Yeah, Sorry, what she was saying, she w w is exactly what Trump was saying about two years ago. Oh yeah, but he was—he was a racist. He was. Oh racist. yeah, you hate brown people. That's what all the Democrats said. Uh, America's border security crisis impacts every state and every uh, American. DeSantis said in a statement, the Biden administration ended policies implementing by President Trump that were curbing illegal immigration, securing our border and keeping Americans safe. Governors Abbott and Ducey recently sent out a call for help to every state in the nation needing additional law enforcement, manpower, and other resources to aid the border security. I'm proud to announce today that the state of Florida is answering that call. Florida has your back. See, this is DeSantis is freaking brilliant, man. You know, he's running a 2024 campaign. I think he's, it's either going to be Trump and DeSantis or Trump and Owens. I don't think Trump runs. You don't think Trump runs? I think he pulls strings from the, I think he, uh, he runs rallies and I think he drums up the base, but I don't think he runs. I think he fully gets behind DeSantis. What about DeSantis Owens? I'd love it, man. Can you imagine? This is why I'm being a little facetious here, but one of the reasons why I really want Candace Owens to run as vice president, I would love to see the murder that happens when she debates Kamala Harris. Right. 
what is she gonna say? Because the whole time she debated uh Trader Pence, she yeah. uh he she, all she did was say, You're white, you're white, you're white, me, 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 white. Yeah. What are you gonna tell Candace Owens? A black woman, distinguished black woman who's smarter than you and is from the hood. Sure. Candace Owens would tear her a new one, dude. Oh, Let I me say this, it. though. If you're listening to the uh, simulcast on Good Talk Radio, uh, I appreciate you listening. We are going to end the show. If you want to hear the rest of the program, just head over to SayWhatYouWillRadio.com or check out our uh, YouTube channel. But thanks for listening. All right, and we're back. Yeah, Candace Owens would ha- – I, I guarantee you someone like Kamala Harris would uh, – she would probably do everything she could to not debate Candace Owens. <laughs> and everybody would know that she's a coward. Oh. Could you imagine the epic amount of cackling <laughs> that would occur during that debate? Because Candace Owens would lay it on her and she couldn't. Mm-hmm. Hit. See, Mike Pence would try to be too nice, right? He couldn't come across as the bully. He had to come across nice. and But Candace Owens would pull out the blowjob uh conversation right in, on national t- tv oh yeah dude you know Candace she's not gonna hold back she's gonna take gloves off and throw them at her face i, I would love to see that oh man uh, i would yeah. i would pay I, pay-per-view for to watch that debate i'd like to be, be a fly on pence's head watching that <laughs> i would fly <laughs> out to arizona and go watch it at your house with popcorn uh survival says az hotels are full of illegal immigrants but they won't help homeless veterans yeah no kidding dude i trust me i've been working on that story for a couple months now that's out of control they just opened a new uh illegal migrant hotel in scottsdale and i think uh last week last thursday they had 600 people at the protest 600 people showed up to protest that hotel well don't forget don't don't forget dude the democrats are giving uh miles for migrants they're giving up their frequent flyer miles to migrants to fly them out oh and don't forget my boy guadalcanal he straight said dude that eating denny's is a slap in the face to immigrants (laughs) dude me and brie we ate (laughs) we ate at denny's when we were down there Yeah, you know, uh, there was an article in the paper today that said the heat impacts people of color. Here in Arizona, in the Phoenix area, it impacts people of color more than it does white folks. So even the, even the heat is racist. <laughs> Dude, I was down there, bro. I think you had it worse than I did. <laughs> Listen, I'm a white kid from Ireland, okay? I'm extremely pale. I am not made for the sun. So <laughs> just just let's not be stupid. You sent me an article, Bear. You wanted to talk about this. You said uh, about this whole Juneteenth deal. Mm-hmm. I guess the House passed a bill making Juneteenth a federal holiday. Now it's going to go over to Biden's desk He's gonna for sign signature. It. Well, of course he is. He's going to sign it. And it's even called National Independence Day Act. What? That's what it's called. 
Yeah, it says in responding uh, bipart in a resounding, I'm sorry, bipartisan vote, the House of Representatives passed a bill Wednesday making Juneteenth the day commemorating the official end of slavery in the United States, a federal holiday. The final vote on the Juneteenth National Independence Day Act was 415 to 14, and the bill now heads to President Biden's desk for signature into law. So that's what it's called, the Juneteenth National Independence Day Act. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought we already had an Independence Day. I thought that was July 4th, 1776. Am I wrong? I, I thought it was too. And I believe, uh, now I know Biden canceled Independence Day up there at the uh, Mount, uh, what do you call it there? With Mount all the presidents. Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Yeah. He closed uh, Mount Rushmore. It's not going to be open for the for Independence Day. But apparently Juneteenth National Independence Day is uh, is moving forward. Well, guys, no more Fourth of July. I guess the rockets, mm. red glare, the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. You know, let me mm. let me tell you something about this, about our about the fourth of July and our national anthem. Can I, can I say something real quick? I would love to hear it. At Fort McHenry, when they when they were bombing the bombing Fort McHenry, there was a big flag waving. Patriots would not let that flag fall. That's what those words mean. They were using their bodies to keep it held up. No matter how often those bombs went off and how often they, they attacked that rampart, our Patriots continued to hold up the flag. And they focused every bit of ammo on that flag. And people were using their bodies to hold the flag up and to wow. sit there and say Juneteenth is more important than the sacrifices that every Patriot gave at Fort McHenry is a slap in the face because if we would have lost that second war, there would be no America. There would be no, uh, no Juneteenth. There would be no United States. We would be England, and I guarantee you, slavery would have not have ended in 1865. It would have ended probably in the 1900s. But because those patriots had enough balls, had enough gumption, had the intestinal fortitude to keep fighting, that's why those words mean so true. I don't give a damn about the other two verses of the national of the Star Spangled Banner. It's that first verse that means everything to every American patriot. Right. Sorry about that, man. Yeah. No, why would you apologize, man? I mean, you're right on. It's unbelievable. So uh, the article goes on to say uh, that some, this was in Yahoo News, by the way. Uh, some Republicans, yeah, objected to the title of the bill, saying that it was improper uh, given the July 4th holiday commemorating the passage of the Declaration of Independence in 1776 by the Continental Congress. Quote, I don't believe the title National Independence Day works. Representative Chip Roy, Republican uh, from Texas, said when the House debated the measure, citing the reason for his vote. Uh, Representative Matt Rosedale, he's a Republican out of Montana, also voted against the passage of the bill because of the name. 
He said, let's call an ace and ace. Rosedale said in a statement, this is an effort by the left to create a day out of whole cloth to celebrate identity politics as part of its large effort to make critical race theory and reigning ideology uh, of our or the reigning ideology of the country. And that's exactly what it is. And he's right on. And the fact that only 14 Republicans voted against this is a disgrace. And that's why I always talk about on this show that the Answers to the problems that Washington, D.C. are creating are here in our backyards, right? we got to get involved in our local government, our state government, and we've got to put the pressure on these people. And that's what I'm going to talk to Carrie Lake about. I'm going to talk to her about what is when the federal government comes in and overreaches into the states, how is she going to react to that? That's true. What is she going to do? You know what? I, I wouldn't even have a problem with Juneteenth being a national holiday. I wouldn't have a problem with that. But when you call it the Independence Day, Bill. Right. That's a dude, problem, dude. That's a problem. Why couldn't it just be National Juneteenth holiday, right, Bill? Something to that effect. You know, and I wouldn't even care if they if it was Independence Day if we didn't already have an Independence Day. You know, if there was no such thing as July 4th as Independence Day, you know, if we called July 4th something else, I wouldn't have a problem with it because I get it. They want to say this is when, uh, you know, black Americans gained their true independence. Okay, great. That's great. But we already have an Independence Day. Why couldn't they have come up with another name? It is, it is, it was done to stick it to the people that love this country the most. Yes, it was. It's it's a slap in the face, man. You know, our founding our founding fathers were so forward thinking that they included everybody in the original documents. I mean, the people that themselves may have been flawed and racist or whatever. But the documents that they created were perfect. Exactly. The That's exactly what I talked to Tyke about Monday night. That's exactly what I was saying. I'm so glad you said that. I don't, uh, great minds think alike. Because the they were perfect. I mean, as close to perfect as possible. And the left wants to go after the people that wrote them. Because they can't go after the documents themselves. That's what I'm saying, man. And here's, here's the thing, dude. The North had free slaves... Way before the South did, they were already free. They were already escaping. That's why there was the the uh, Harriet Tubman, the movement. I forgot what the Underground Railroad. The, mm -hmm. They were already free in the North. And here, here's another thing that they don't talk about. That I'm glad that Joel Joel Davis talked about. One of the biggest slave owners in the country themselves was black. That nobody wants to talk about. That's one right. thing I learned about talking to Trey the MBD for a long time and listening. Because if you actually, a wise man listens, and I listen to a lot of what these people talk about. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, so, of course, uh, Representative Rashida Tlaib, right? 
she's a scumbag of all scumbags. She's a Jew hater. Uh, she's a Democrat out of Michigan. She said, well, the passage of the holiday was long overdue. So look at the people that are outspoken about this crap. And then look at the, look at the people that are trying to fight against it. And of course the left is going to say, well, the people that are fighting against it, they're just racists, right? They just, they just hate people of color. And that's their easy little argument. I guess because uh, they're in, they're intellectually lazy. They don't want to do their homework. They don't want to. They don't want to stop. You know, think about this, right? Uh, well, what is what's the holiday that uh, that m- the uh, Muslims celebrate around Ramadan? Christmas time? Ramadan, right? They celebrate Ramadan. Let's say I decide to uh, come out and uh, I decide that you know what I want to have a holiday around Christmas time for everybody. And uh, we're going to, instead of Christmas time, we're going to do it in the middle of June and uh, we're going to call it Ramadan. And it's, it's for white people. <laughs> do you have a white hood and do they have, they say you have a white hood and robe in your closet, just chilling. Yeah. It's just to celebrate, you know, we're going to just call it Ramadan. They would have a freaking heart attack. This is how ass backwards the United States has gotten our politicians and most people here. I could walk around and say Chicago power. I can. Mm-hmm. And I'm puro Chicano, right? A black man could walk around and say black power, black pride. Mm-hmm. Good job. Let you walk out and say white power. You become mm. the most racist person in the world. And I think that's hypocritical and that's stupid. Why can't you see why why can't you be proud of who you are and your ancestors? Whether they were good people or not, you should still be proud of who you are. Well, you know, the funny thing is, I'm proud of my family, I'm proud of my heritage. But when it comes to my race, I don't even know how you can be proud of the color of your skin because it's not something that you chose. Nope. You know, I'm proud of what I've done as far as my success with my show. I'm proud of what I've done with my success in my marriage and raising my kids and, uh, you know, everything that I've done because it took effort. Nothing was handed to me. My skin was handed to me. I was are, born that way. Are you so telling how me can you I be weren't born with an 800 that? credit score? Are you <laughs> telling me you weren't born with an 800 credit score? No, oh it wasn't. God. I don't have an 800 credit score. I'm probably like around a 730. It's just, a, but I'm still happy with that. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's know. A joke. I don't know. Because <laughs> there's, a, there's a, my point, though. Yeah, there's, there's a running joke in you know the, the minority community that white people are born with an 800. <laughs> oh, is that right? Oh. <laughs> is I that give, how it works? I give Bree a hard time about it all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I used to sell cars, and uh, we would have people from all races and all backgrounds, all ethnic backgrounds come in with 435 credit scores because it was a lifestyle. It was a lifestyle. It was people chose to be a month and a half late on their electric bill. People chose to let cars be repoed. Those were all decisions that they made in their lifetime. And it didn't make a difference what skin color they were. If you don't pay your bills, you don't get a credit score. That's what I said, man, is the credit, credit, credit scores earned, man. That's not given to you. Yeah, of course, and it's a game. Yeah, 
It, it really credit is. Credit scores to, are a game. You have yeah. to learn how to manage. It, it's a big thing. But there's something I wanted to piggyback off of if you have a few seconds. Um, yeah, of course. So I don't know if you heard about this. Today, the quicker sniffer falsely claims the U.S. rioters killed the cop Brian Sicknick despite examiner ruling he died of natural causes. That came out today. Yeah, that is the guy that we supposedly hit over the head with the fire extinguisher. Yeah, we he did, did not get hit over the head with a fire extinguisher. He did not get killed that day. He died from natural causes. We and all he know that. Got, and he got the good good. He got like, he got blade to, I mean, he was laid to rest at the Capitol. They let him walk around and enjoy, you know, they let him walk through the Capitol family members. They had this whole thing for that guy. But a natural service member who fought in two wars that doesn't get her honors. <laughs> We're checking Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, logic wrecks. <laughs> uh, I appreciate that agri conservative. He's helping out. He's a good dude, man. Good dude. I, I believe he is uh, over in uh, Alabama. Greenbow, Alabama. Grew up in. Uh, grew up not too far from Pittsburgh, over there in Ohio. Not too far from the Rust Belt, or what was it called? I think it's called the Rust Belt, where all those steel mills are out of work now over near uh, West Virginia, <clears throat> the panhandle. But anyway, yeah, so uh, I don't know, man. Does I don't it, know. I mean, I'm, I mean, that that's how bad this has gotten. Yeah. That That's how bad this it, country has gotten. And I love my country. Don't get me wrong, guys. I love America. 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 But it's no, it's point. okay to love your government or love your country, but you know, despise your government. And I think that's kind of where we're at. And uh, I know Joe is telling everyone to turn their uh, their friends in that have become radicalized. Did you hear that one? There's a that article that came out that uh, the Biden administration is asking people to turn in their friends and family members who they believe have become radicalized. I haven't read that one yet. Like I said, I've been busy doing my um, my studio, but I try to keep up. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. Unfortunately, I got uh, what they call a job, too, and I got to do that. So, But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I actually I tweeted out a tweet that I, I kind of liked, and, uh, you know, nobody else did, but I thought it was pretty good. I'm trying to find it. I was actually checking Twitter as you were talking. Oh, were you? Yeah, that's I was. What I'm scrolling through too, actually. Uh, let's see. There was a, uh, and it was in regards to that article uh, that Biden put out there to uh, turn your friends in, friends and family members in. Dude, that sniffer, is being, that sniffer is getting kind of sniffing. <laughs> yeah, he's getting too sniffy close to me. That's like, that's for sure. All right. Yeah. So this was a tweet that I put out because it was, uh, the article was in Breitbart. Basically, uh, Team Biden asks Americans to report radicalized friends and family members. So what's a radicalized family member, you might ask? I would think, and so my tweet was this, the Biden administration would have considered Meep, uh, I think it's Geis, Meep Geis, a potentially radicalized friend. Do you know who Meep Geist is? I don't even Geist. know what a Meep Geist is. Meep Geis, that was a woman's name. Her name was Meep Geis. I don't know what that is. <laughs> you have no idea what that is? No, I probably, uh, I don't think a lot of people would know that. Uh, but if you recall, did you ever read the diary of Anne Frank? 
the diary of on frank yeah yeah I, meep. I read that book in like sixth grade yeah 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 meep geist was the uh the girl who hid oh franks. yes i do know who that is now yes yeah and she was bringing food in and stuff to them while they were while they were exactly uh, yes i know who meep geist is yes yeah she worked in the in the uh law office you know or wherever it was at the bottom because they were staying above a law office right behind yeah. a bookshelf the staircase blocked the bookshelf at off the, well that mr frank worked out in that uh, in the that law yeah. office yeah yeah exactly right so meep i think worked for mr frank and uh so when they hid when you know she helped bring them food and take the trash away and stuff like that so she would have been considered you know according to the nazis as a radicalized friend. Yep. And who was Hitler telling people to turn in? Hitler was telling people to turn in their radicalized friends, people yep. that were helping the Jews. And she got lucky. That's she where we're didn't at. get killed because they would have killed Meep too. Yeah. They would have shot her in the, in the street. Oh, they would have plugged her right in the yeah, bullet right in the head. You're exactly and her, right. And her husband too. Cause I think she was married at the time too. I, I mean, it's been a long time since I actually read the on Frank story, but I've watched the old 1920. Dude, I, when I was in sixth grade, man, I loved on Frank the story. Mm -hmm. And actually when I was in sixth grade, I kind of had a little crush on that. <laughs> the the oh pretty girl goodness. on the cover of the book. <laughs> I mean, I was a kid <laughs> dude. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's why I checked no. out the book. <laughs> well, no, it was good. I think uh, we were, uh, we were required to read it. I think in 10th grade. I think is when we read it. We watched the movies and everything about the Holocaust and all that stuff, which you can't find anymore. I've been digging, scouring the internet, trying to find these videos. And uh, for whatever reason, you just can't find them. They've been buried. So no, actually I read it in fourth grade because I was, I love, I mean, I just, I love, you know, I felt I like, I had a crush on the little girl, no cover. And then I read the book and then I did a whole book report in fourth grade about on Frank. I don't know why I forgot why Meep guys, but let yeah, me ask you, you, let me ask you a question. Yeah, go for it. Can, can I interview you for a minute? Yeah, please. Okay. Sure. Take over my show. What do we, you know? <laughs> Mr. Smith. Yes. What the flying fish <laughs> is going on? I, I heard that you're going into a recording studio and you're going to record a diss track on liberal bear poker. Oh no. I feel like I'm being set up because <laughs> I, I don't recall any of what you just said <laughs> you, on Twitter, man, you, you were going, you and liberal bear poker or kitchen pirate. One is the at you guys are going oh. back and forth. I know, you know what I'm talking about. Don't act like, you. Don't know what I'm yeah, 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 yeah. That, that poker person liberal. who was, was that you? No, that's not me. I don't, I'm not, I don't know. Kitchen pirate kitchen pirate here i'll let me share my screen with you and then you could tell me who you're talking why are you beefing man uh, you're gonna drop a mixtape and all this stuff watch well i know uh yeah go ahead and want me to share it yep what see liberal yeah bear poker kitchen pirate one is that a bear i thought that was a bear liberal poker i don't know this lady came after me and uh on twitter and uh she was saying that i was you know i was like a big baby or something like that and she was 
making fun of the fact that I only have 55 followers on Twitter. And then she was bragging about being in local politics in Arizona for 20 years. What? She only has 82 followers. <laughs> so like, why, why, you know, if she had 8,000 followers or something, I could see her like, but 82 to 55, it doesn't seem like a big jump. And I haven't been involved in politics for 20 years in Phoenix. I mean, I'm just, I'm just getting into the game here in the local politics, you know, maybe the past two months or three months, you know, and oh, uh, she came at me hard. And then she said, she said something about big boy. Oh, she called me big boy. She goes, Hey, big boy. And I said, I'm five, eight. I don't know if that qualifies, but I'll take it. And that's when she blocked me. <laughs> Dude, I was sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> this morning when I was getting ready for to go to go to work, I'm sitting there and I'm checking Twitter <laughs> and I see John's having this beef, man. <laughs> it's like they're dropping mixtapes. John's going into the studio, gonna record a track on this. <laughs> now was that your was that your account? That's not me. It's <laughs> That's not you because survival thinks you're trolling us. Survival thinks that was you. I was sleeping when that game went down. When that came out, dude, but I was rolling. And then you put you put 21. Yet I think last night you put my goal is to get to 82 followers so I could be as, ama as amazing as this guy. Can <laughs> you help me reach that amazing? Yeah. Well, I mean, she was act it was a chick, actually, I think. And she was acting like 82 followers was like some amazing feat. Oh, dude, I was, I, dude, this morning, ask Bree, bro. I was laughing so hard, dude. My side was hurting. <laughs> I'm oh, like, really? John, I'm like, John's in some beef, man. <laughs> I get into them all the time on Twitter because the I'm people glad. are so dumb. But like, yeah, I've been blocked twice, I think, today. I think I got blocked by two people today. <laughs> and they're just silly. They're silly people. I think she blocked me too, man. Cause I can't even find I can't even find her no more. So I guess I'm I'm in your beef. Yep, these tweets are protected. Pro-choice, yeah. anti-fascist, pro-human right, anti-bigotry and racism. Political hatchet woman and chef. No pity for anyone. This can't be liberal bear because liberal bear doesn't identify as a woman. Exactly. No, <laughs> I I never got the indication that it was you. I didn't think about it. But because uh, it said poker, liberal poker. Liberal like, bear poker. Yeah, I don't know. Is that like like a fireplace poker or is it like like you're playing poker like the game? I don't know, man. I just, I just think that's hilarious. But how, that how are you involved on the local level for 20 years and you can't get more than 82 followers like that concerns me for her? <laughs> I don't know, man. I got eight followers. <laughs> you, have, you have eight. You know, now if I had 12 and I was making fun of your eight, what would you say? You'd be like, wait a minute. I, I, I would do it exactly like you. My goal is to get those other four. <laughs> can I get four more today? I want to hit that goal of 12 so I could be as great as this person. Who are my followers? Oh, snap, dude. My The person that hates me the most follows me. Guriamo oh, Escobar Vasquez follows me. Man, Shout that out. dude's a turd. That dude is a turd. 
He hate dude. He I think he's but jealous of me. I think he's buying uh, subs too. I do because he gets like seven or eight hundred views on his crappy videos, and he doesn't even he's not even on the video. No, he don't even show his face. No. I know a lot of people are buying subs now on YouTube so that they can get to a thousand so that they can monetize, but you have to have so many hours of view time. 4,000 hours. Yeah. You need 4,000 in a period of like 28 days or -hmm. whatever the period is. And so these people are spending money for these bots to follow them. And then it looks like they got a view. You can't tell me that clown's getting eight, 900 views on his videos. Because they, they're terrible. I've only seen the one. I've only seen the one that he wrote on me. And um, oh, and then um, how long have you been? You, you didn't follow my channel back then, but I did a video on um, Chivo 2121. And this was like when I first started. And he. Uh, he had that ass hat on his show. Oh, really? Yeah, he. He had that dude on the show. So like if I would have known that back when I agreed to go on the show, I would have had, I wouldn't have agreed to go on the show, but at that, you know, I told you what went on in my personal life that at that time, dude, of course I'm not going, I'm not going to pay attention to him. What a goof. That's your boy though. You love you some Guriyama. Dude, I was destroying him in his own YouTube channel in the comment (laughs) section. (laughs) He couldn't even answer you back. No, he's a goof. And then I like how like he stopped. You had him. You had him backed into a corner. He's like, I'm not even gonna waste. He's like, I can't even win this. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what happens on Twitter when these little cowards on Twitter they come after you. You're minding your own business, and then they come after you, and then you destroy them, and then they block you. They they make some stupid comment like, "Hey, big boy," you know. And then they block you. That's the liberal way. Like I have never blocked anybody on anything except spam callers, right? I'm going to block spam callers on my cell phone, but I don't, uh, I've never blocked anybody on social media because that just shows like, look, what a wuss. You know, what's you know, what's funny, dude, is I'm the only video where he didn't do an actual interview and he has 634 views on my one video. Yeah. And he shows that, you know, if he actually had a full following, like you say, like he says he does with his 400 and 463 subscribers, and he's getting 634 views on my video. Um, yeah, it's, that it's means they, true. they actually tuned in because they love me. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what I, it is. Because he's he got, got like six hundred and fifty views on a video in like thirteen minutes of watch time, and thirty three, and thirty three. Uh, he has thirty three thumbs up and sixteen thumbs down. Oh my goodness! I Let's just see. Love it. I'm, yeah, yeah. Let me. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, here I'm gonna actually show this to you. Okay, uh, let me uh, let me share my screen here real quick. This is the crap that I got to deal with on uh, on Twitter. You know, I don't have to, but you know, I guess. Oh, and I just one I more just... thing. I love how po- this guy named Puerto Rico Driving School says, 
I'm sorry, but you can't say you hate the American empire, but also say it is good for Hispanics to engage in the same behavior in the U.S. ultimately. (laughs) (laughs) Calling him out. Yeah, so this idiot. Oh, this is liberal bear. Yeah, liberal poker. What's up, big boy? Or what's wrong, big boy, she says. I haven't seen or heard any of your... I guess she meant shit there Uh, in the Phoenix area. And I've been involved in politics in this state for over 20 years. If you're a behind the scenes guy, never heard of you till now, but go ahead and act like you got game. Right? Like (laughs) this woman's so like deranged. I think she legitimately loves you. I think she does secretly. And then this was my response. I said, 20 years in politics and only 82 followers seems a bit light. No. And I'm five, eight. Not sure if that qualifies as big, so to speak, but I'll take it. (laughs) And she blocked me for that. I was being funny. I even thanked her. I I thanked her for the compliment. I mean, come on. I love, you know, maybe, you know, I think she's, this lady secretly works with liberal bear and they have a thing. Is, he, together. Or is this you? It's, it's not me. It's really dude. Not me, I promise. Cause if it's you, it's going to take the fun out of all this. It's really not me. I promise. <laughs> are, are you if sure? I, had the Bible right here, I would put my hand on the Bible. <laughs> all right. Well then I, I believe you then. Uh, yeah, so uh, like this person, she responded to me because I said at least, uh, oh, uh, Doug Ducey, he po- he's our uh, governor. He said, uh, agree, let's pass the budget. Well, Doug Ducey, he, um, he vetoed like 22 bills last week or the week before. He said, I'm not going to sign these until I get a budget. Well, one of them happened to be about critical race theory, banning critical race theory in Arizona. So I said, at least sign the anti-critical race theory bill. The budget can wait another day or two. So this CJ says, sounds about white. See what she did there? Sounds about white. And uh, so I responded. Black mother compares critical race theory in schools to KKK tactics. And I said, does that sound about white to you? I think bear disappeared. No, I'm right here. Oh, there he is. And then I posted this article as well. I said, how about this one? Sounds about white to you. Black activists applaud the funding of critical race theory training. So there's a lot of people of color out there who are opposed to critical race theory. Well, you, you heard what, uh, my guest today said about critical race theory that he wasn't even for it. That it's just a reverse racism. Yeah, that's all it is. You should feel you. That's dumb. Like why that's should all it is. you don't get a Like you said earlier, you don't get to choose what skin you're born in. All you got is what's, what's given to you. And this is something that you don't even take with you after you die. You become ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Why should we base anything on CRT? Why should we base anything based on race? It's the Nothing dumbest should be based thing on race. Nothing should be based on race because you can't choose your race. It's the stupidest thing in the world, man. I choose my race. I identify oh, as, as Asian female now. Oh, I guess you can. You can choose your race if you're, you know, insane. 
<laughs> you didn't hear that? I, I, I self-identify now, you know, and then I also, just so you all know, I mm -hmm. also identify as fully vaccinated. Just want you all to know. Oh, that's good. Self-identify right here. Well, that's good because uh, I like this one. This is one of my favorites. Honk if you think Joe Biden is a fucking beep beep. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I was looking for some other stuff, but I'm sure we're boring the hell out of our viewers if we even have any left. Um, I can't see how many people are here. Smash a one if you're still in the chat. Smash a two if we should close. Yeah, we should probably close. But yeah, uh, it's already uh, 930 your no. time, man. I know it's getting late. It's 1030 your time. So Dennis Welch. Okay. He's this schmuck. I don't know if you got to see the video of Carrie Lake, but he tried to uh, catch Carrie Lake. He's a, you know, idiot reporter here, shill for the democratic party in Arizona, but he tried to get her uh, backed into a corner and she lit him up. It was pretty good. Actually, I should have had the video, but uh, I posted it on my, uh, my YouTube channel. But so this clown, now keep in mind, this guy has been a reporter and he's an, he's uh, actually beyond just a uh, reporter. He's like the editor, the um, political editor for Channel 5 and Channel 3 here in, uh, in the Phoenix area. He posted out a tweet, 14 hours, 14 hours went by. This guy who is on television in a city of, I don't know, 5 million people. He got 52 likes. He's got almost 8,000 followers on his Twitter. He got 52 likes in 14 hours. I responded to him. I said, let me ask you, Denny, what does Carrie Lake stand for? What are her non-negotiables? What what's her vision for Arizona? What are her thoughts on the issues that matter most to Arizonans? Your hit piece was awkward at best. I'd be happy to show you how, to, how an interview's done. I have... <laughs> 52 follower, 55 followers, whatever it is. I got 40 likes. <laughs> 40 likes. He got, he's a TV anchor on public TV. He got 52. And he's got 8,000 followers. You schooled him in his own arena, man. What a, what an ass clown. And That's all cool. it, it's just about the facts, man. You report the facts, people want to hear it. You you report BS, nobody cares. Well, that kind of goes back to what you were about um, the Project Veritas, Fox News 16. You report the facts, people will listen. People you don't report the facts, people get mad. Exactly. That's all. That Greek conservative want. says he got he got ratioed. <laughs> like Disney gets ratioed. <laughs> that was beautiful. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Well, anyway, Bear, you better get rolling. I gotta get rolling. I got yes, to, sir. Uh, I got, I, I, got, got I actually start up. my new job tomorrow. Really? Yes. What 10, is it? 10. Is it one of those online porn sites? I how did you know? What is it called? My my way or my space or something? I don't know what's what's it called? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'll tell you the name. I'll tell you the name of the company later. <laughs> Offline. Oh, all right. But I'm actually excited, <laughs> so I go get my my equipment. 
That even makes it sound worse. (laughs) 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 OnlyFans. Yep, I start my OnlyFans tomorrow at 10, 10 in the morning. Oh, that's what it is. OnlyFans. (laughs) (laughs) You you know know who signed up for my survival is like my first... My first subscriber. What? What? Oh, nice. So, what is your new job? Are you allowed to tell me on air? I don't want to because I, I, then people will know what I do. Oh, gotcha. And because, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if people know what I do either. It's none of their damn business, but uh, it's going to be changing here soon. So, and it's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be a good change. You, uh, I know what you do. Well, that's yeah. You're you're on OnlyFans too. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm on. Uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> you want to see? Um, you want to see background politics in the thong? Sign up for his OnlyFans. You don't want to see that. I'm telling you. Just picture the palest, hairiest body you've ever seen. That's. <laughs> <laughs> we just got we got x-rated on background <laughs> don't forget to check out say what you rule radio i have my own tab That's on right. there it's awesome and don't forget monday too uh monday we got uh carrie lake is actually going to be on the show i don't know what time yet but we're going to be shooting for about five somewhere between five and six p.m pacific time and uh, she may even be in studio when I mentioned uh, that she is welcome to come into the home studio here at Say What You Will Radio Studios, she was actually, uh, her her uh, her manager was excited about that. And I told her she has unlimited time. I said, if you don't believe me, go watch Sheriff Lamb video. He was in, in the uh, studio for almost three hours. <laughs> it's a bear interview. I couldn't, get, I couldn't get rid of the guy. I love him <laughs> to death. He's amazing. And I would have him back for another three hours. But uh, yeah, so Monday, again, uh, Carrie Lake, she's running for governor. She's going to be uh, right here, either, um, I don't know, virtually or in studio, one or the other. But uh, either way is fine. Get a copy and we're looking interview, forward huh? to that. I, I couldn't. Uh, you, you had a one-up me, didn't you? I did. <laughs> no, I actually, and I can show you on my Twitter, I actually reached out to her like in May. Now, maybe, maybe it was sooner than that. Let me I'm see just here. Hard, just giving you a hard time. <laughs> no, I know you are. I don't. I, I don't. I don't mind. Because the truth is everything. Bear, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> the truth. <laughs> he <laughs> saw my interview. He's like, he's like, you know what? Bear can't have the only candidate on Say What You Will Radio. <laughs> I, that's right. I don't even know how to find like uh, online. I don't even. Oh, there's there they are. There's the messages. Yeah. So l- let me. Uh, let me. I, I can't expand it, but anyway. Well, could I? Plug I reached out to her. I reached out to her on May seventh. Oh wow! Yeah, because that this was when she announced viral. that she was leaving. She was leaving uh, Fox, the local Fox affiliate, because she was an anchor on Fox for years. And she said she was leaving because of ethics problems, because they're forcing her to to uh, censor news. So. Oh wow. Wow, I'm surprised she wasn't one of the uh, Project Veritas ladies. Yeah, but I know, could I, right? Can I plug something? Yeah, go ahead. All right, guys. Don't forget the Conservative Chicanos launches in five days. No, no, no. That's next we, weekend, buddy. We launch on the 21st. 
Oh, so when are we going to New Mexico? I thought we were going for the launch for the. That's New the Mexico. launch party, launch barbecue. But we'll probably have our first uh, live. And we might push it. You know, we're, we're aiming for the 21st, but it might be the 27th. But either way, we'll launch that date. Then on the 28th, check this out, John. Maybe I might have you live with me. Mm-hmm. Danielle's coming back on the 28th. Oh, get out of here. Really? Yep. Danielle will okay. be back on the 28th. So you guys got to tune into that. And I'm wearing my throwback shirt. <laughs> Dude, that's my original logo. <laughs> that's all right. That's good. And actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see about getting you a shirt on yeah. you, next weekend. I got to get you a TCB shirt. Yeah, because I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be, you know, running that whole show, man. I'm going to be producing that show. Yeah, I can't wait, man. That, that I, dude, it's coming fast. I know, I know. It's coming fast. Are you excited to go to? You know, you're gonna have this huge interview on Monday, right? And then you get a weekend of chocolate wasted. <laughs> I don't know. I don't drink a whole lot. I don't drink a whole lot. So I'm taking this. Don't forget, man. You got. Yeah. Oh, there. That's right. Bring your microphone too. You got to bring your mic. I'm going to bring headset. the microphone. Yep. Because I'll bring my two headsets and my mics and my board and everything. We'll uh, we'll set it up. Do it up right. Dude, I'm excited, man. And it's been a long time yeah. coming without the conservative Chicanos has been off air, dude. So to actually right. relaunch with no restrictions, fresh new page, it's going to be great. Chico's like Tacos I said, is what you want. You guys are my soup and I'm your cracker. <laughs> You are a menudo. You're we're the menudo, and you're the cracker. That's right. You're the <laughs> you're the menudo. I'm the cracker. <laughs> well, listen, uh, this has gone off rails. So anyway, uh, let's let's end it. We'll uh, we'll uh, just yeah, we'll just end it. I suppose. I gotta I gotta drum up the music there though. Thanks again for choosing to watch Backyard Politics. Check out, check us out on SayWhatYouWillRadio.com. Make sure you like and share, subscribe, and do all that good stuff. And don't forget, Monday, he will be on with Carrie Lake. The 28th, I will be on with Danielle Neuschwanger. And the Conservative Chicanos launches next weekend. So stay tuned, stay ready, and we're ready to roll. All right. Peace out. You guys uh, be kind to one another. God bless and uh, God bless the United States. Take care.